surround not only Kenny, but any of these young quarterbacks, the kid and, uh, with the Bears, surround them with talent. Why is Purdy successful with the 49ers, Rich? Look at all that talent and look at that coach calling plays. And that kid's got the poise. Kenny has the poise. I I just want my quarterback to be poised. I just want him poised. If he's poised, then his brain's going to be calm. He's going to see the coverages. He's going to be quick with his decision-making. And Pickett has all of that. They're going to beat him up, and they're going to want to trade for Fields in Chicago. And I say that's a huge mistake. You don't need Fields. Stay with what you got. Uh, just build him up. Give him another tackle. Give him a guard. You know, have the ability to protect him, and then give him give him guys on the outside. This is the passing league now. Giving people out there that can run and catch the football and that are smart. You're locked in the press box. I don't think I've ever been more convinced that the Steelers should move on from Kenny Pickett. Terry Bradshaw's argument was, was Bradshaw, that he's yeah. poised. That was Bradshaw. Yeah, I think he used poised about six he times. He said that a hundred yeah. times. That's his argument for Kenny Pickett is that he's poised? Why? Because he threw a touchdown pass against the Raiders in the fourth quarter two years ago? What's going on there? It's a pretty nice play. <laughs> it was. <laughs> um, I want to go back to the Golden Knights game here for a minute. Should they have delayed the start of last night's game? Uh, that was interesting. There was no one in there. Um, and I asked Ben. Ben Goetz, who was sitting next to me. We didn't really know. He said that there was bad traffic coming in when he got there. Um, he got there around a little, like, I guess, five thirty, six o'clock. Um, I got there around 5, and there was very little traffic. So was that three? Was there anything else going on outside other than that? Well, uh, Ken Bolke of Senben tweeted out that AXS, which is the, the app you use for your tickets, for your tickets yeah. was down. So you couldn't, apparently, they couldn't Show scan your, tickets to your get ticket. In to get in now i wasn't out there i don't know exactly what happened but what what, what was the building was it 50 percent full when the game started if that yeah like if that it seemed like on tv it's a little harder to tell but it didn't seem like it was I mean, anywhere if near. i'm outside and i start watching the game outside right it's 4-0 i might say the heck yeah, with this and uh, see, see you later, you later. not even showing up but yeah so you had apparently a t- the ticketing system go down People couldn't get in because they couldn't actually scan the tickets. Scan the tickets. And they start the game with 50% of the, the attendance or whatever it was. Should Do you think they should have delayed it? No. Are you kidding me? I got a deadline to meet. Well, Ed doesn't want them to delay <laughs> I don't anything. want them delaying it. I don't even like 708. What's wrong? What happened to 7? <laughs> That's wa- what's on the schedule, not 708. Ed wants a 1 p.m. start time. Oh, those are great. This is one of the interesting things because – If this had been a soccer game in Europe, that game is delayed, no no question about it. To get everyone in? Yeah, and it's happened this year where there have been games where there's been a ticketing problem. Arsenal's my favorite team. First game of the year, they introduced a new ticketing platform. Situation? It went down. First game of the year. They delayed the start. First game of the year by, I think, like 30 minutes to get it figured out so that people could get in the doors. I don't feel like we do that in American sports. No, I don't need. I think know. we just we just play the damn game. Just play it. It's yeah, puck dropped at seven oh eight. Is dropped at seven oh eight. Right, and I think that's a difference in like European sports and American sports. Is we're just like yeah, we're playing the game. I don't care how many people are outside because they can't get in because AXS went down or whatever the hell the problem is. Right, we're just starting the game to start it. I think it's a, a difference there because, in theory, you should delay the game. If if there is a problem like the ticketing system is down. And people can't get in. Right. 
in theory, you should be delaying that game so that people have the ability to get to their seats to watch the game they paid that they paid for, for. And that right. was, it's not cheap. Yeah, yeah, especially for. I'm, I'm guessing Maple Leafs game is one of the more expensive tickets. Well, half the place is Maple Leaf fans. Well, yeah, that too. They're the only ones that I think to cheer for. So, <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? You came from Toronto and you missed the first period. You missed all four goals. Yeah, you're like, what the hell? You yeah. get in here. You still got to see Austin Matthews score. I guess if you stuck around, but. Yeah, I just that was bizarre that you would have that light of a crowd and it not be because the fans aren't there. They're just no, they're outside. outside. <laughs> they just can't get yeah. in. Um, one other thing, because I have to do this every single time it happens. Hockey needs own goals. When is this going to happen? Off Alec Martinez. Unbelievable. Aiden Hill makes a save. It's a they have a terrible turnover. Shot comes in. He's got his blocker on it, blocks it away from the net. But guess what? Alec Martinez is standing right next to him. Goes off his hip and into the net. When are we putting own goals in the sport? Jake McCabe got credit for a goal last night that he has no business having on his score sheet. I saw it. I was there. Unbelievable. Give us some own goals in hockey. Aiden Hill made the save. Yeah. And it still counted yeah. as a goal because his teammate which was standing there doing nothing. Goes back to it wasn't a major goalie problem right. last yes. night. Yes. Aiden Hill made to. the save. Yes. Yeah, he, he made the save he was supposed to make. Deflected the puck. You can't catch it with your blocker, obviously. Right. Deflects the puck out of the slot. Well, he deflected the direction that would have been out of the slot, if out Alec of Martinez danger. Martinez wasn't standing there. But his teammate's standing there doing nothing and letting the puck bounce off his hip into the net. Brutal. Put the own goals in. Aiden Hill should have got credit for an assist. <laughs> own assist? Yeah. Give me the own goals. Jake McCabe doesn't deserve that goal. Alec Martinez does deserve the shame of... The own goal. The own goal. And, by the way, if you haven't heard my complaint about this, if I was in charge, that would not count against the goalies either. Right. There would not yeah, be a goal exactly. against the goalie. It would just be an own goal. No, because goal. he made the save. Right. It would just – Aiden Hill would not have given up that goal. He would have given up two right. other ones, but that one would not have been against Aiden Hill. So I'm pro goalie on this one. Oh, no, I know. You're on the soapbox. Yeah. I don't – I'm normally anti-goalie and every other thing. No, I'll, because you think they're all bums. Yeah, they're all meatbags. Um, but – I'll be pro goalie on this one and put own goals in the game. Um, also, Jonathan Marshall scored. 29 for the year. Uh, made it 6-2, to two, so it didn't really matter. But he's got 29-57. and 57. His 82-game pace is 41.7. Uh, Jason Carlson. Eyes close. He really Still needed, don't think he gets it. Really needed another garbage time goal last night. Yeah. If he had gotten another garbage time goal last night, oh, we'd be, in, we'd be feeling Still good. Still don't think he reaches it. 43? No. Needs a hot streak. He went two without scoring. I was a little worried there. He needs a hot streak. He just came off a hot streak, but he needs another one. I need one of these like seven goals and four game streaks for him. What kind of deal do you think they give him? Uh, Same as he's been on? Good luck in Carolina next year. Oh, you think so? You think so? I Actually, okay. He makes five? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, they all seem to make five except yeah, Everybody makes five. Uh, let me answer your question with a question. Do they trade for somebody at the deadline that has more than one year on their contract? I think they trade more so for expiring contracts yeah. so, because they've got a lot of free agents at the yeah. end of this year. If they if they trade if everybody they trade for at the deadline is, is an expiring contract, then Marcheseau might it's come fine. back. Yeah. Now they might do what they did with uh Barbashev and say, Hey, we'll see you later to Marcheseau and re sign somebody else for the same exact amount. But if they trade for, especially a winger, if they trade for a winger who's got an extra year or two or three 
that's younger than Jonathan Marchessault, Marchessault's probably gone. Like, that's probably it if they trade for a younger winger that has extra years. So we'll see who they trade for, but... I, I also don't think he takes a discount. This is his last... Is this when he's be his last one? Depending on the years he gets? Yeah, How old probably. Uh, Loth early 30s. Okay. So if he gets well, a four or five year deal, right. it'll be the last significant one that yeah. he gets. Unless he's still really good at 36 or something right. like that, which probably won't be. So yeah, this is his last sort of... Chance. Significant contract right. that he'll sign. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if this is this is it for Marshall in Vegas. I would like to see him stay. He's the most. He's to me the most entertaining player they have, right. outside of Flurry. He's probably the most entertaining player they've in franchise history. Yeah, and yes, honestly, I might argue he's more entertaining than Flurry, but he's up there. So I hope he stays just because I think he's fun. He yells at referees, gets yeah. picked up on a hot mic all the time. He's great. So please bring back Jonathan Marshall. But I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. I think they're going to make moves at the deadline and they're going to be expiring guys because they have a lot of free agents. They, at this rate, they have to make moves at the trade deadline. they got to get some forwards. Yeah. I mean, Eichel is going to travel with the team on their road trip, not going to or not expected to play, but that's a good sign that he'll be back eventually, sometimes in the nearer future rather than the, the far-off future. But we talked a little bit about Mark Stone. Frank Saravalli reported it's a lacerated spleen. If it is a lacerated spleen, it's not good. There's a chance he misses the rest of the season, not just regular season, but postseason as well. I think this has got to be Mark Stone, long-term IR. We're trading for two pieces, three pieces, whatever the hell it is, because we saw what happened last night. Yeah. That was ugly. That was ugly across the board. And you've got Brendan Rasson in the top six role. You've got Mason Morelli playing like – you you got to have better players than that. So, Will Carrier still out? Brett Howden is out now. Like they they need some NHL level players to bring in, even when Eichel comes back. So they they I think they've got to be aggressive. I'm curious what they end up giving up here. Just pure draft picks. Yeah, I mean, I don't. They're gonna get well. They're gonna give up some minor league guys. Maybe do they have any good prospects I mean, like Brendan Bersan? Well, they're all there. playing. They're all <laughs> up playing in the, the Knights, <laughs> and they weren't very good. Yeah. So. I, I think they've got to be somewhat aggressive here because it's they can win a Stanley Cup again. Sure, right? That's this isn't a case where it's like, yeah, you're really just chasing a playoff spot. No, they can, they they can, can win, win the, the Stanley Cup. Cup. Yeah, so they should absolutely be as aggressive as they can be and use the long term IR space from Mark Stone. And if he comes back in the playoffs, good. If not, he's got a lacerated spleen. Right. Like I, I don't know. We'll see. I, I fully expect him to play with a lacerated spleen in the playoffs, though. Oh, I think he'll be back for the playoffs. Like he, even if he's even if his spleen hasn't fully healed, he's gonna be like, "All yeah. right, I'm playing." It's a hockey guy. Yeah, that sounds dangerous. Well, we said at the beginning of the show just the, just the word "lacerated." Yeah, you you could have anything lacerated, and it wouldn't be good. How did he lacerate his spleen on that hit? And he went. Uh, he knew something was wrong right away. They brought him to the bench, and you could see they replayed it um, last night. Man, he was wincing in pain, like, yeah. right away. He knew something was wrong right away. Oh, painful. Yeah. <laughs> Lacerated. <laughs> that's not good. No matter how, no matter which way you spin it, that's not a good word to, to nah. define something what, by. What? There's only a few things we describe as lacerated. Spleen, kidney, eyeball. Those are the only things I can think of that you ever hear lacerated. Yeah, outside of that, they might say, like, he he has a laceration on his arm or something. Yeah, nobody says that. But that that doesn't sound that bad. That sounds right. like a cut. 
but when it's internal, yeah, it's it like that's like the only worse. things we say is lacerated. Is there a difference in lacerated and cut? No, it's the same thing. Okay, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some weird medical difference. That I don't know. Like, but technically speaking, a yeah. laceration is on the inside of your body or something stupid like that. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, if it's a lacerated spleen, probably missing the rest of the regular season, potentially the doesn't ever come back in the postseason because it could be a long time frame there. That's tough if they're if they're without Mark Stone and you look at the at the standings right now. Vancouver, by the way, lost again last I night. I know they lost to Seattle. Four They've lost four loss. in a row. They didn't have a three game losing streak, right. and now they have a four game, four game losing, losing streak. streak. They're bums. We're gonna we're gonna end up with the Kings winning this damn division. They're gonna come from out of the playoff picture to win the division or something stupid like that. I still think Vancouver ten ten. Uh, uh, it's a big gap. Ten ten gap. I think they still win the division, but like we were saying last night, that there's I wouldn't. Even without Stone, if they played Vancouver, like I would think they're going to win. I, the, the Vancouver just does not worry me if I'm the Knights more so than, like I said, opening up on the road in Edmonton. Even though I think they could win the Edmonton series, yeah, I think that's a lot scarier. The main thing with the Vancouver matchup that I would be worried about is, like we talked about earlier, is Aiden Hill an average goalie or is Aiden Hill the superstar that he was for 12 um, months? Yeah, for a year. Because Thatcher Demko might be the superstar goalie. With he already did that against Vegas in a playoff series once, right. and he's been very good this year. That's probably the one thing with Vancouver where it's if you're trying to project. All right, does Vancouver win this series? You could pretty. It's not hard to say Thatcher Demko outplays Aiden Hill, and they win the series because of it. Even if Vegas is better across the I'll board, everywhere else, right? Which they may or may not be. We'll see. Uh, but Thatcher Demko could win that series for Vancouver, even if Vegas plays well. Even if everybody's healthy they trade for three more guys and it's like oh wow this team's a hundred million dollars over the cap right thatcher dimco 39 of 40 saves every night and they win the series or something stupid like that so goalies they're always fun to talk about coming up next it's bischoff's briefs it's bischoff's briefs brought to you by paul Law. it's not about the injury it's about the recovery Bischoff's Briefs. Dude, I'm not going to cave in. End of story, dude. Bischoff's Briefs. Dude, 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 dude. Bischoff's Briefs. Dude. Bischoff's Briefs. I guess you've got a point there. Danny can turn on the mics. Ryan on the text line. Uh, wanted us to repeat the keyword. We're giving away $2,024 every day here at Lotus. And all you got to do is text us. 702-364-1100. That is the phone number. And today's word is Bugsy. B-U-G-S-Y. Bugsy. Make sure your autocorrect doesn't send busy because all of you have sent busy. Bugsy. B-U-G-S-Y is the code word today. Text Bugsy to 702-364-1100, and you are entered to win $2,024. We'll have a new code word on Monday where you can get entered to win another $2,024. I think my favorite word entered today is Bugatti. Oh, we got a Bugatti in there? We did. We do have Bugatti in there. Uh, Somebody put benevolent. I don't know what that's supposed to be. Um, So, yeah, somebody put Martin, which was yesterday's word. Don't put Martin. Yeah. Put Bugsy. And you have until what time today? 5 p.m. today to put that in, to text Bugsy. Just do it now. Text Bugsy to 702-364-1100. All right, I got fun stats for you, Ed. You ready to talk about lucky teams in the NFL? I've seen this for a few days, so I can't wait. The Chiefs 
were the luckiest team in the NFL playoffs. So this is from Data with Bliss on Twitter. Luck in this case is defined as fumble recoveries, dropped interceptions by your opponent, dropped inter- or dropped passes by your opponent, and missed field goals or extra points by your opponent. The logic being that none of those things take a skill, right? If your opponent drops a pass, that you as a defense didn't do that. Right. He just dropped anything, it, right? Either. If they miss a field goal, not blocked, but if they just miss a field goal. That's on him. You didn't really do anything. Uh, fumble recoveries, that has been proven over time. There's no, like, that's luck. There's no real uh, skill to recovering fumbles. The ball bounces different directions. It's not really something you can get better or worse at in football. So Kansas City, during the playoffs, added 76% in win probability over their four games in those categories. That's the most win probability added from these categories since 2018 when they started tracking this. So Mahomes isn't good. The Chiefs are just lucky. (laughs) They're just lucky across the board. A bunch of bums out there. Is this why they were so bad in the regular season? They weren't lucky? They were 20th in these categories in the regular season. Okay. Their opponents didn't drop a lot of passes or interceptions. And they didn't recover a lot of fumbles. Right. Um, so they were actually below average in the luck-based categories during the regular season. Then in the postseason, it turned around for them, which in the Super Bowl, I mean, the Chiefs almost certainly lose the Super Bowl if the Niners do not fumble that punt. Right. Fumble is not even the right word to use. It hit a guy's ankle falling down. Like, the Chiefs almost certainly lose if that punt is not recovered by Kansas City, if it doesn't even hit the guy in the ankle. So that's a big part of it. Kansas City didn't have this going for them in the regular season. But here's the fun part of it for you. Raiders in the regular season, ninth luckiest team by these numbers. How can you be ninth luckiest team and go finish 8-9? and nine? So here's the key on all this. Because these things also go against you, right? You're also going to drop passes, and you're not going to recover some fumbles and all of that. The added win probability for the Raiders was 49.4%, which basically means the Raiders added half of a win based on dropped passes, dropped interceptions, missed field goals, stuff like that. So even when you're extremely lucky, you're talking about getting maybe one more win over the course of a season is what we're talking about here. But that's... What the Raiders had, ninth luckiest. Uh, the luckiest team in the AFC West, by the way, was the Chargers. Season didn't Saw what happened well. with them. Yeah, it didn't go too well for them. They got Easton Stick in there playing quarterback at one point and gave up <laughs> 63 to the Raiders. So, uh, yeah. But I, this is, I think, a fun way to look at different parts of football and, like, hey, how's like how we evaluate things. Well, yeah, they won the game, but the, the opponent dropped three interceptions or something right. like that. Like that Brock Purdy game against Baltimore. If Baltimore drops two of those, three of those, how are we talking about Brock Purdy? Like yeah. after that game, it's like, oh, this guy's terrible. Baltimore's way better. If they drop a couple of those, then all of a sudden it's like, yeah. And the Niners win. Yeah, then it's a completely different conversation, despite the fact that Purdy played poorly in both scenarios. So that's a lot of fun. Um, one other fun analytic for you here. Antonio Pierce was the most conservative coach in the NFL this year. Aaron Schatz of uh, FTN Fantasy, he created an aggressive index. It's sort of based off of when coaches go for it on fourth downs in the NFL and then compares coaches to the average coach. And 
Pierce graded out as the least aggressive fourth down coach in the NFL. Josh McDaniels, by the way, was the second least aggressive in the NFL. Do you think Antonio Pierce needs to be more aggressive as the full-time head coach of the Raiders in 2024? Well, we're going to see what Joe Philbin thinks, along with Marvin Lewis. What do they think? Do they want to go for it? They're old school. That's They're old school. That might be part of the problem is they yeah. don't go for it. Right. Because they got guys that have coached 20 years ago. Right, exactly. Like, ah, what is he doing? We never used to do this. Yeah, let's get the punter out there. What are you doing, Antonio? You got an all-pro punter. Right. I, there's two things on this. One, it's become much, much more common to go for it on fourth down in the NFL. And so Antonio Pierce needs to be going for it more. Like, it's not a good thing at the end of the year to be the least aggressive coach in the league. It doesn't mean being the most aggressive is a good thing either. Right, because there you can be too aggressive. You can be going for fourth downs that you should not be going for. Right, so being the most aggressive doesn't automatically mean good, but being the least aggressive probably means bad because you're punting or kicking field goals when you should be going for it. When you should be going for it. And the big example is the Indianapolis game where they punted five times across right. midfield and kicked right. a field goal on fourth and three from like the forty or whatever it was. They should have been going for all of those or at least some of those in a must-win game. So. He can't be the least aggressive. Doesn't need to be the most aggressive, but I just think you can't be the least aggressive. And the other part that I find interesting on this, just from the whole mindset, the mentality, the Raider way stuff that I like to complain about. Sure. Isn't that aggressive? Yeah. Have the uh, cut off the snake's head. That's pretty yeah. aggressive. Like this whole the whole idea about we're, we're the Raiders. Going to run through walls. Yeah. Wouldn't that mean you go for it on yeah. fourth and short? Your mindset changes. Right. That that part I've always I've I found interesting about Antonio Pierce because as much as he talked about the aggression and the he was a, he was conservative. He did not go for right. it on f- fourth downs. Now he had a O'Connell playing quarterback. I can understand maybe a little bit. Say yikes! I don't want to put the ball in his hands. But I feel like if you're gonna if the whole idea about being aggressive and we're the Raiders and all that that to me sounds like ah okay it's fourth and two you're on the forty yard line go for it. You're going, right? right. You're not going to be you're not going to sit back and just punt. Really? You're putting your punter on the field? It's like the least Raider way thing you can do right. is put your punter on the field. Go for it. So, be curious to see if that changes. I don't know. I think well, it might now that he's the full-time guy and he's not the interim and he feels more secure in his position. I think it'll also it have a lot way. to do with the quarterback. Yeah, who, who, how sure. good does he think is the quarterback? Right, Aiden O'Connell was not very good last year, so we don't want to ask him to do too much. But again, who the hell is the quarterback going to be? But if they have a better quarterback this year, then you say, "All right, let's try it." Now right. they have another rookie quarterback. If like Bo Nix is starting for them or something, he might be even more conservative yeah. and say, "Ah, I'm scared of this." Get Max Cros- let let Max Crosby play quarterback. Get him back out there, <laughs> play some football instead. Just do that. Put Crosby at quarterback. That'd Can't they do that? Just run quarterback run powers. Quarterback yeah. powers. Quarterback power with Max Crosby. <laughs> Crosby get the first down. You kidding me? Fourth and ones, you could do yeah. the uh, the uh, tush push. Tush push. Yeah, Crosby will get the first That'd down. That'd be hilarious. There'd be no uh, Crosby's getting the first. Does anybody doubt that he would get that? Yeah. Not on fourth and short. Fourth yeah. and inches. Fourth and one. Yeah, no problem. Get the quarterback out of there. Crosby in there. Score some touchdowns. This would be interesting that because we said yesterday that. Having these ex-pro coaches could help in a lot of ways with yeah. time management and you know when do you challenge and stuff like that. But it'll also be interesting to see if these guys have conservative natures that you know 
go with Antonio Pierce's conservative nature, and all of a sudden they're never going for it on fourth yeah, down. It's an echo chamber of punt, punt, right, punt, right, punt. No, go for it. Oh God, that's scary. Punt. Yeah. Send out the kickers. Go get go get three points, please. Yep. Take the points. All right, coming up next, Cassie Soto joins the show. If he hits it with his stick above his head. They're not going to like it, but the call on the ice was correct. No goal. No, that's some good uh, description there from <laughs> Garrett Rank. Follow the guys on Twitter, at Ed Graney and at Bischoff underscore Tyler. Joining us now is Cassie Soto. Hello, Cassie. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Uh, and I want you to know that I asked Cassie if she was good to come on the show yesterday, and she said only if she had cake delivered to her house by 930. I told her you were our only delivery driver, and it was a 50-50 chance if you'd actually get there. And I live by her. <laughs> you know where I live. You've dropped me off before. Uh, yeah, and I, I live by you. Do you, though? The only yes. story we have is you getting lost trying to go from one house to the other. No, I, li- I live by her. Uh, now, it doesn't mean I won't get lost. But I do know she lives near me. Yes. Did you see? Did you see any coyotes around your neighborhood today? No, no. Oh yeah, I opened no. my garage door. Okay. One ran right by down the street. You're lying. No, it's and we've got texts out and people see saw the coyote in the neighborhood and don't know how uh, don't know how it got in, but it was uh, running right down right down the middle of the street. How would Rory square up against oh, the coyote? Oh, I was telling Tyler, I'm I'm because Bonnie has to uh, work today. I'm very worried about Rory. I did because Rory likes to go out in the backyard and bark at the air, and like he's barking at nothing, but he likes to bark at the air. And we're like, Rory, what are you doing out there? You kind of Rory's a special dog. He's a little special, so uh, he's out there. So I'm a little worried. I, like, oh no! Don't, don't be going you outside don't, barking. He can go out freely when you guys are not home. He's got the doggy door. He's got to go out and you oh, know, come no. on, come on, close that doggy oh, door. Yeah, close it up. Don't let him out. Oh man, I don't know. Yeah, I mean. I think it's okay. I think the coyote probably got out of the neighborhood at some point. Um, but you, you hope so. I hope so. You're going to drive I, back in today and see it. I know it's not. It's, it was Cassie. It was a. It was very surreal. Like opening up that garage door and seeing it. That was like surreal. It was it, just one. Just one. The only one I saw it was just one running down the middle of the street. So isn't there usually like four or five? Yes. Know, aren't they packed yes. like pack animals? <laughs> Thanks. I, I appreciate that. I wanted There's usually to, multiple. Yeah, I wanted, to, I, I wanted to know that. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for the information. Were you in your car when you saw it? No, I was outside my car. Uh, what'd you do? Did you freeze? Yes, I froze. <laughs> and then I walked kind of towards the garage to see it sprinting down the middle of the street. Good. Cassie, have you seen the uh, video? I think I saw it sometime last year of the French bulldog running out of its house to bark at two bears that had jumped into their backyard? No. Yeah. Oh, no. And successfully scares the bears away. The bulldog does not get, get harmed in this scenario. The bears do run away. They jump back over the fence and flee. Isn't there, what's the animal where you're like, I think it's, it's for a cougar. You're supposed to like just make loud noises and pretend to be bigger than you are. I don't think it works on bears, but good for the bulldog. I think maybe you're supposed to do that for a lot of animals. Make them yeah, think you're, you're supposed to make yourself. Yeah, you're supposed to like just be loud and like scare them. I thought that was a coyote. Uh, what you do with coyotes? But we're hearing <laughs> now. We're hearing now. Although people are out there, please, you know, here's my PSA. Don't please, take advice don't, from us. No, do not feed coyotes. Do not feed. Coyotes. Oh well, yeah. I mean, oh, don't do yeah. that. But in Henderson, you had people doing that. So people starting get started getting bit. I mean, they 
they they will be aggressive if, in fact, they think there's food around. How mad is your neighborhood going to be if you find out that one of your neighbors was oh, feeding coyotes? Man. Leaving food out for oh, them? No. Oh, no. That would not be good. That would not be good. We'd have a special meeting for that person. Special meeting. We, we'd be calling. I would be putting up flyers saying the special meeting is. I've called a special meeting on Friday night at eight eight p.m. Everyone come to the middle of the street and bring that person along with you. Come to the middle of the street. Yes, bring that person along oh, with you. You just gonna you public shame. You live in a neighborhood yes. like that, Ed, where like you could get a meeting and like everybody would meet at someone's garage or something. I think if we got the word around you, people would show up. Yeah, if we got the word around, people would show up. Yeah. And especially because, like I said, I was not the only one to see it. Bonnie was getting texts, like, right after I left, like, at 620. Yeah. She started getting texts from neighbors, like, did you see the coyote? Oh, my gosh. It's Yeah, it was very surreal. I was not happy. <laughs> How's Archie doing, Cassie? Speaking of which. No, no coyotes <laughs> in our neck of the woods. So, right. yeah, I would yeah. not. I would not like Archie's odds uh, versus the coyote. <laughs> Camp, <laughs> Camp, I think, could stand his own if I were to let him free. Could um, he? Because all the rage, all the rage within him. Yeah, he's, um, he's a little older, though. Then, you think he's got enough stamina? Oh, no. It, well, that's why we have to walk him, like, really later. Like, have to take him to, like, really isolated areas in the park. Because if he sees another dog, like, slightly his size, it's on. Really? Like, he, oh, yeah. He's how, super. how old is Champ? Ten. He hasn't, like, mellowed out with that? No. Wow. Not a chance. All He'd right. be fine against the coyote. He's big enough. I don't know yeah, if the coyote would take him. Yeah, right. He's yeah, like solid eighty pounds. He'd figure it out. Yeah, he'd figure it out. All right, good for Champ. Archie would never yeah. see him again. Well, yeah. <laughs> 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 see, see you later, Arch. You'd be putting up the. You'd be putting up those sad um, posters that people put around the neighborhood. Yeah. You know, no. little Jenny, the cat is missing. You're like, yep. ouch! Stop it. Don't wish that evil upon me. Ouch. We in my neighborhood one time we had. Somebody put up a lost parrot signs. I was like, I don't think you're getting the bird back. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, how am I supposed to capture right, that parrot? Exactly. Should I see it? Hey, there's right. Jenny. She's up in the tree. Come right. here, Jenny. You're like, what, what's <laughs> supposed to happen here? Is that the same bird? I have no idea. Could be a completely oh different bird. Oh, my gosh. They're, birds are crazy. Esther's sister has a macaw, and that thing's going to live forever, and it's been alive forever already. Yeah, birds are crazy. People with birds, they're, they're something different. Does uh, I I do not know anything about birds. Do macaws can they mimic humans, or is that just the parrot? So Estrus is Estrus, his sister and his dad all have like the same sneezing habit, to where if they sneeze once, like six follow. The macaw sneezes, and it's oh, no. achoo, achoo, achoo. yeah, it like just mimics sneezing. <laughs> like that's how much it mimics. Does it do it on its own, or just when somebody else sneezes? No, on its own. It'll just start sneezing. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Ed, you guys don't have the birds anymore in the house, sure. do you? You do still have the birds? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're bird people. We're weird. Oh, you little love birds? Yeah, we're, 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 we're very strange people. Well, I'll blame it on Bonnie. Wine and the birds. <laughs> Wine and the birds. <laughs> what do the birds do? They just make a lot of noise. Do they fly around the house? Oh, no, no, no. They, they have to stay in their little in birdhouse cage, cage yeah, thing? cage, and then... If we really want it, if they really start bugging us at night, you know, you cover them up. Yeah, you've told us up. that before. So I just cover them up, and, and I'm getting earlier and earlier with these birds. <laughs> you're supposed to only do it. You're only supposed to do it when it's dark. They, they get they get early nighttime sleeps. When, oh, when I'm these around. poor birds! Yeah, when I'm around, you have, you have blackout curtains for them, so oh, it's yeah. just dark all the time. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so they don't bug me. These poor birds. Oh man. <laughs> 
Uh, Cassie, I did want to ask you one question. Did you buy any tickets for Copa America coming to the United States this summer? Nope. Oh, they're on, they went on sale yesterday. You didn't buy any to watch Mexico play? No, we're saving our money for, uh, we finally have decided the, the honeymoon. We're going to the Champions oh. League quarterfinals. Oh, wait, that's yeah. fairly soon. In April. Then you, you haven't planned any of it? So, huh? No, well, we've, we've just decided, like, yeah, we're officially doing it. With our, both of our work schedules, that's like our downtime. So, yeah, so we're going to, to quarterfinals. So we'll watch some real football. But, uh, like, the matchups haven't been decided. So where are you going? No, not yet. No, not, I don't know yet. Don't know. We'll okay. find out because the, the um, round of 16 is the third, no, the ninth and the 13th. Second yeah. week of March. Yeah. You still got yeah. Like, so okay, you're gonna you're yeah. gonna plan this a month. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's not gonna go well. Uh, where do Very you guys fun. want to go? Uh, Spain, of course. Ah, Spain, of course. All right. Spain, of course. Yeah. Um. Well, we, we, we you know we could frolic around in Germany. I'm sure there's a nice pub or two. All right. So Real Madrid won their first leg, one nothing, uh, and Barcelona tied their first leg. If you have to choose between the two, which one are you going to? I think he wants Real. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's... I think just he—he's a—he's his, a history guy, right? My trivia guy. So yeah, I think he'd love to go to go see Real Madrid. All right, if they both get knocked out, you're going to Germany. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, nope, I mean, but... I sure we'll still stop in Spain. Why not? Nobody from Germany might be in it. Bayern Munich sucks this year. They lost the first uh-huh. game of their. Uh, I know. Quarters, um. Then we've got who else? We've got PSG. That would be cool. Um. Well, Dor- is Dor- Dortmund still in it, aren't they? Yeah, and they're playing PSV, who's a but they tied the first one one one. They should yeah. be fine. So you're gonna so go. Dortmund, Dortmund See, might be all right. Where's the worst place you could end up? Uh that's a good question. Who's in this? Uh, Copenhagen. They're they're getting crushed. That's not going to be Copenhagen. Probably probably Napoli. Naples, Italy. Yeah. I've been there. It's a dirty You've been city. To, to Naples. <laughs> what an American thing of you to no, say. No, I'm serious. I, listen, Naples. It could be the best city I've ever been to in my life. It has so much history. We went to this castle thing, and they do a tour. That city's been under control of, like, Spain and Greek and obviously Italy. Like, it's it's crazy. The people in that city just throw their trash on the, on the ground. Oh, there is no. trash everywhere. That wouldn't be a good honeymoon. It's unbelievable. No. Like, and they've got a really cool, like, district thing you can walk through the best pizza i've ever eaten in my life is there but everybody just throws their trash on the street, <laughs> on the street. dirty unbelievably dirty city uh-huh. because everybody Don't just we throws have their a trash. napoli's pizzeria here i'll just go there yeah yeah just go there <laughs> have a pie there so that might be the worst place you could end up or i got well actually like manchester england is probably the worst place you could in- end up yeah but there's so much more to explore there is in manchester no, like just in in England. Ah, like I just, mean, you're not really you close know. to anything else. Uh, that's true. I Gotta guess I train. don't know. Well, we just plan on taking that that really cool train everywhere, so we'll get around. All right, I uh, I appreciate your inability to plan and not be stressed about this. Yeah, okay. you know, I've turned over a new leaf. Okay. That's good. <laughs> that's good. I don't think Brandy would be able to do that. Did she get her dress? I haven't asked you. What's yes, the update there? Her dress is in a box in our house. Um, she's got to try, she's trying it on this weekend to make sure it fits. And and if it doesn't, she's got to find somebody to tailor it. Okay. She does have her dress, the company, the, the business that closed without telling her after she paid for the deposit (laughs) on the dress, they did give her a dress. So 
she should be good. But she hasn't tried it on yet, so I'm sure, listen, next week you ask me about it again, I'll be like, well, it didn't come with all the sleeves or something like that. <laughs> Half of the dress is yeah. missing. <laughs> so that might, might be a problem. All right, Cassie, we appreciate it. Watch out for it. coyotes, Enjoy kid. your cake. Yeah. Bye, Rory. <laughs> See ya. Bye, Rory. There's Cassie no. Soto. Just goodbye on the phone. Okay, Not goodbye right. for good. Okay, all right. Nobody's want, wishing death to your dog. I don't want bad karma in this yeah, place. We're just, you know, we just all know it wouldn't go very well. <laughs> listen, no. we've listen, we've got a twelve pound Shih Tzu who's fifteen years old. Forget about coyotes. If I see a big bird, I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> that thing might take Ruby away. <laughs> You see a crow that's a little too a pigeon's a little too fat. You're like, uh oh, Ruby, that pigeon <laughs> might, might take trouble. you down, might get you because Ruby's a little old now. It's, she's not moving around as quick as she used to, so a bird might get her. Let alone a, a coyote. A coyote, <laughs> it's over. And here's the thing: Ruby would try to fight the coyote. She'd stand up. Oh, she would try to fight it. She'd 100 percent be like, "Who the hell are you?" And then, and then that'd be it'd it. be over. Yeah. It'd be over. And then the bird would be like, wait a minute, I was going to that. Was, that. I was going to eat that. That was my meal. All right, we got tickets to give away. We've got two tickets to go see Extreme with special guest Living Color Thursday, February 29th at the Theater at Virgin Hotels, Las Vegas. 702-364-1100. That is the phone number if you want to go see Extreme with special guest Living in Color. Call in now, 702-364-1100. Caller number three at 702-364-1100. You're listening to The Press Box on 100.9 FM and 1100 AM. Am I I reading this tweet right? South Carolina, the university, has announced that Manchester United will play Liverpool at their football stadium on August 3rd. Interesting. Manchester so not, United nice. and Liverpool are going to South Carolina? It's a nice game for them to pick up. <laughs> They're going to Columbia, South Carolina? <laughs> Interesting. To, to play... To, what? Speaking of uh, soccer, did you guys see that um, the LVCVA signed a partnership deal with Bournemouth? Oh, yeah. The LVCVA yeah. is now giving money to Bill Foley. Yeah, giving our money to Bill Foley. By the way, they're publicly funded. It's great. They got a nice little patch on their little arm. patch. Uh, something about Vegas. Visit Las Vegas, and they're Boy, apparently Foley, they're gonna. You, he's got it going. Apparently, they're gonna be using sounds or something that the Golden Knights use at their games. I I don't know. That's the least descriptive thing I think you've ever said, while also confusing everybody. <laughs> What sounds? I, I'll try to find the tweet, but Just they said they're going to they be using the PA. The, yeah, they're using like sound effects that are heard. You have at, a siren? Are they going to someone do rolling the, woo? the siren before soccer games now? They're going to do the woo. I mean, they don't have sound effects during soccer games. Well, they're about to. <laughs> like the, the ball goes out of play, they don't. They're not playing music over the speakers. <laughs> It's not like the NBA where they're playing music while the ball's in play. Right, while it's in play. Yeah, they'd lose their minds if you did that in a European soccer game. So, yeah, they could do that without the sponsorship, though. Yeah. <laughs> they can exactly. just play whatever they want. So, according to Mick Akers' tweet, it says, uh, the Visit Las Vegas logo on the team's training uniforms, in-stadium assets, and match day Las Vegas-themed activations. That could I don't know pre- what that, that could is. all be pregame stuff. Doesn't have to mean it's in the middle uh, of the game. That has nothing to do with sound. Where did you get sound from? I feel I feel like themed activations is sounds. No, that's literally just there'll be a booth 
with somebody handing out magnets that say visit Las Vegas. And then if you talk to them too long, they'll be like, well, here's a hotel deal for you or something <laughs> like that. That's all it is. Here's a seat in the uh, suite for F1. No, 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 no. you got to be able to vote on that, Ed. That's true. They're not giving that to just anybody. <laughs> you got to be a Clark County commissioner to get that. <laughs> now, if somebody is at a Bournemouth game and is like, ah, I want to be a Clark County commissioner, they'll be like, you know what? <laughs> Here's a suite to the F1 race. Yeah. That'll be fun. So I guess good for Bill Foley. He didn't get public money for T-Mobile Arena, but he got public money for his soccer team he yeah. bought. Bournemouth's not even much, any good. I'm curious how much it is. We, we bought We bought a jersey sponsorship for a crappy team yeah buy for one of the They're good teams it's like five thousand miles away yeah it's on the shoulder yeah. too buy for one of the good teams he doesn't own a good team that's a good <laughs> well he owns the knights <laughs> well yeah the hockey team's good yeah but that'd be god can you imagine if they put the lot if, if they paid public money to put lot visit las vegas on the golden knights jerseys oh man that'd be stupid be kind of funny it would be funny but that'd be stupid i could see them doing it that'd be the dumbest sponsorship you could do Visit Las Vegas huh? on the, I mean, on the when Vegas Golden Knights jerseys. When they're on the road, you get somebody from Buffalo, New York. Oh, hey, look at that. Maybe we should visit Las Vegas. They already think that because it's Buffalo, and they want to get the hell out. And also, the team's called the Vegas Golden Knights. Well, They already what? see Vegas. You see some of these Knights games, and there's more visiting fans than others, so they're yeah. visiting Las Vegas. They're they coming. already got it. Well, now there's already a link between the two. If this, if the LVCVA buys a jersey sponsor on this damn Scottish team Bill Foley just bought, it's gonna be great. Just giving Bill Foley free money over here. Although I think he only bought part of the Scottish team, not the full Scottish team. So he'll eventually take it all. Probably. I still don't know what he's doing. I know I've asked this question before. I don't know what his end goal here is. Just to have a have a team that's always on TV. He's just buying bad teams. None of the teams he bought are any good. No. I don't know what he's doing. Like, Bournemouth's in, like, 14th place or something like that. I think they're a little bit better than that. But the team he bought in Scotland's not any good. The team he bought in France isn't any good. He bought an expansion team in New Zealand. They'll probably be good. I don't know how that works. but Now he's got to break into the Asian market. But, like, none of these teams are good. I don't understand what he's doing. He just wants to go watch Bournemouth. I mean, he just wants to watch, say he owns one. Play Chelsea for nothing. Likes to make the trip over there. Wants to do something. I don't know. Does he even like soccer that much? He didn't even like hockey that much, but he bought a hockey team. And then they won the Stanley Cup. Now, there's a guy with a private plane. <laughs> a lot a of few. them. A no, yeah. few. He's got that damn helicopter from the video. <laughs> that What was that, year four video? He's on the helicopter. <laughs> with. Why is there a helicopter while William Carlson's trying to fight some guy on a horse? I think the helicopter's going to win that fight every time. It's pretty easy.